Hey ballers, welcome to If These Balls Could Talk with a trio from whom they based the movie The Three Amigos. That's a true story. That's not a true story. Anyway, this is Mark along with John and Pete. As a kind reminder, if you like what you hear, please hit that subscribe button down below, or as Pete likes to say, tickle the bell. Tonight, we welcome back to the podcast the brothers Faze, Tim and Doug. Gentlemen, welcome back to the podcast. Welcome yourself. Welcome yourself. (laughs) Doug, are you muted? No, you're not. No, he's... His face was moving. I'm not muted. So we're we're trying a brand new thing today we as you can see we have two guests so we have five little boxes uh on our on our show it's gonna today be the brady bunch soon we do you know i just listened uh, to a podcast with steve martin and martin short um it was awesome does anyone else have the sixth box with the bear yeah, you gotta I, get rid I, of hallucinating okay. yeah, you do you have about the, the sixth box with the bear but okay. it, that's craig okay. he watches us and he listens that was exactly. just the pre-show drugs that we gave you it's fine I just maximized Craig. You did? You did your focus on Craig yeah. now? Maximum bear. Yeah. yeah. IT guy, you're supposed to do this stuff before the show. Well, Craig wasn't up before, and I did everything else, so shut your face. Anyway, oh we're already getting right. solely sidetracked. Anyway, how's totally everyone sidetracked. been? How's everyone been? John, let's start with you. I have been great. I have started, I think I said this last week, I started working at home um, to help with picking Jamie up from school on Thursdays, and I really like it. I really, really like it. I was uh, not as efficient as i'd like to be but then i was so kind of worked out <laughs> and um and i got to cook early so that's cool and uh that's I the got good to, and the bad thing about working at home is like so you can work anytime but you can work anytime i got to offer tim right. a ridiculous trade that'll shake the foundations Ooh, of our league so we'll, we'll see. see we'll see how that we'll see how that works out and uh, yeah, doing great how are I, how are you mark Ah, uh, you know, the days just kind of blur now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> How so? Maybe because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just you doing all the jobs and because, you know, I have 87 jobs. So this is true. Is it an illness or an addiction? Like what? maybe a little both, maybe yeah, a little both. I, you do, do you enjoy any one of them? Oh, yeah, I enjoy them all. I especially enjoy the money that I make from them, or at least yeah. some of them. Oh. This, this one I probably enjoy the most and I make the least. You mean zero? Sometimes it's a labor of love. <laughs> negative. Actually, I make negative. negative. Probably. We make negative. Yeah. <laughs> Pete, what about you? How about we do an update on? Baby watch. <laughs> um, mostly the same, although we did have a couple showers. <laughs> fucking favorite. Uh, all, all the showers are done. Actually, no, that's not true. Steph has a work shower tomorrow. All so right, I got to ask. Is your living room just blue tissue paper and blue bags and storks and shit everywhere? Is that what's um, going on? More giant cardboard boxes still at the moment. Giant cardboard um, boxes. I like that. It's like you trim, got married, but to a baby. Yeah. Trim that I still need to cock, <laughs> yeah, but at least the walls sure. are painted and the, the floor is done. And so like, <laughs> yeah. When, when we actually get it cleaned out. Mason Dixon, John. Come on. Yeah. Uh, that's true. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, my God. So we're, we're working on it. Everything is going pretty well. Um, Just got to finish cleaning stuff up. That's going to be this weekend. We're going to. So, Large yeah, and since that's all my life. No, actually, I'm also working a ton of overtime right now just to, you know, make things as complicated as possible. The project that you can't tell us about, is it at least very cool? Ooh. It's very cool, but it's there it's, we go. it's stealing my soul. Well, at least it's cool. Is it the Taylor Swift movie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, as a matter of fact, right before the Chiefs game, she was in her office um, Doug, working with so us. So I read, and I don't know if it's <laughs> fake news, but... Um, all the people she brought to MetLife were like uh, 
Hugh Jackman or Ryan Reynolds and, mm-hmm. and uh, Chris McCarpenter. Yes. And I read that that might be um, Deadpool. D- the Deadpool cast because she might be playing Dazzler, which would track a little bit, right? I, I heard the same thing. Yeah. Um, I don't yeah, know. I don't know who that is, but I, I think she wasn't she like a random X Men or something. She's an X person. Is. Okay, yeah, she dazzled, and she's a pop star. She's a pop star with mutant yeah. powers. Yeah, that would make sense. That's mm-hmm. way better than one of the cats in that terrible cats movie. <laughs> so, mo- moving on up. Oh, the cats! Just got to bring that Cal- one back up. Remember when Taylor Swift was an actress and she was in all of those um, big cast movies with like a thousand people, like. The, yeah, well, was it Valentine's Day or New Year's uh, Day? Like all the ensemble cast movies, right? Yeah. Jesus, that movie was so fucking She was bad. also in, I did you ever see the movie that. Amsterdam? Yeah. She had a small part in Amsterdam and she like gets, like, spoiler alert, she gets like run over by a car. Uh, <gasps> oh no. Is it a comedy? Or? <laughs> you know, she has I a just, very small I part just like it. that. I, I just like that with her and Travis Kelsey dating, you know, he's putting her on the map now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. That's exactly the order that's uh, that it's happening. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Right. She's owed, she's owed it. She really is. Let's yes. get to know our guests a little better, shall yes. we? What, what a great segue with that was, by the way. All right. So everyone, I think it's time that we take this opportunity and having the three sons of Buffalo gathered on this little <laughs> podcast to settle a great debate once and for all. So gentlemen, what in your opinion are the best wings in all of Buffalo? Now we will g- each give Such you a about rude a minute. question. We will each give you about oh, a no. minute to defend your <laughs> favorite Buffalo wingdom and make sure you provide excellent examples and or stories. I just wanted us to argue about this for like five minutes. That's the only reason I thought about putting it down. Yeah. Yeah, it's not our fault. Who wants to start? Who wants to go first? I really don't have a favorite. Um, But you have to have a favorite. (laughs) (laughs) It's really whatever pizzeria I get from. Yes. Recently, I had um, there's a restaurant that opened up down the street called Rush Creek, and they had a um, a dry rub, which is really good. Oh, I love a good dry dry rub. Yeah, Yeah, you do. Yeah, I do. Not that um, kind of dry rub. There's another place called Maybe I like them uh, both. Bruners. Ooh, not at the they same time. They do a uh, a really good char grill. Ooh. They deep fry Austin and barbecue and toss it on the grill. Those are really good. I, I do. I I grill my wings at home too. When I when I can't make them on a fire, I, I will grill them. I love grilled wings. But the best um, in Buffalo, dog. I don't. I don't really feel your argument. I'm not. I, well, that's, that's what I'm trying to say. It, it's, it's just they're all good. They're all you don't good. have a favorite. Um, you don't have a number one. Like you, you have a craving for wings. Where do you go? So okay, it's really geographically. So when we lived in Virginia, we'd come home, we'd stay with Bridget's parents, and we'd get Fat Man's all the time. That's up in Tonawanda. You can't go wrong with a place called Fat Man's. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Um, I might eat anything from a place called that. Right. Uh, Now that we're back home and we're living in Orchard Park, it's there's like five great places that you can go to any time. Coming going into town, though, we'd go to Duff's a lot just because that was kind of like a standard. That's like high floor, low ceiling. Like you can't get wrong with Duff's necessarily. It's just consistent. Tim, you probably know a bunch of these now. Yeah, Tim, why don't you go now? I sign a lot with Doug with this. I do think there's just a lot of really good places for wings. And it's kind of like where you are. 
where's the good place for wings? Because you mm. like really you can get it everywhere. But honestly, for me, my money, it's still duffs. Um, plus, I can walk there really? from my house and walk home. <laughs> well, that's a huge home, advantage. I guess. It's true. Um, but no, they're the OG. It's amazing. Like the flavor is just so consistent. It's perfect every time. If you like hot wings, this is a place to go. Um, and Duff's is like cool. It's like no frills. It's like they have the yeah. tablecloths that you see in your grandma's basement, like the red and white checker marks and stuff. And oh yeah, um, do they still have the, sco- the Scoville meter on the wall? I thought that was always it's, cool. It's yep. They do. Yeah, yeah. It's, you I mean, don't have to go crazy to get it hot. It's no. Yeah. I still think Duff's is that's the place to go. That's my favorite it's hard to of get the times in that I've been. So I agree with you guys. It's a solid argument. Plus, they play like reruns of uh, funny some videos on the TV all the time. That's true. All right, Pete, your turn. So I've always wanted to visit these two because I've heard they're legendary. There was, I think, Wingnuts was the name of them, and Barbill. Mm-hmm. So I hear those names a lot Christmas. when people argue. Barbill is good, but it's overrated and it's exactly. always busy. It's always crazy, and they only take cash. Hmm. Okay. It's the one in East Aurora. The uh, one up in Parents, I think. Yeah, the one up in, Ma- in Williams was a them. little bigger, but I have not been to Wingnuts yeah. yet, Pete, but they are opening one also within walking distance of my house. So well, we oh, should go well, there next time. We'll have there. to go check it out. I would love to do that. Now, next, next time we're over there, we should you walk know, I'm right there. near the university, so there, there's always lots of restaurants mm-hmm. where I am. So. That makes yeah. sense. I will give a shout out to my local as we're Sticking with this G, whatever is geographically closest theme is uh, <laughs> gotta love Mammosers. Everybody also unofficially the unofficial sponsor Everybody. of Wingfest. Yeah. I I, nice. I am yeah, also all for something uh, something that's geographically close to me. There's a bar down the street from me. Well, it's a it's a it's a pizza restaurant place. It's kind of a bar too, though. It's called the Social, and they have some pretty good wings. That place too. has good food. That's a nice and, yeah. That's a nice restaurant. And it's a place I can walk to bar. and 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 stumble home from. <laughs> we gotta get to Providence. I, I really want to see your town. Like, I, we, it's a cool I, Rhode town. Island's one of like seven states left that I have to get to, and I would love it's, to get. It's out much there. nicer in the summer. <laughs> yeah, imagine like I know that. Buffalo you know if that, it actually yeah. had a lot of people in it. <laughs> it's because it's, <laughs> it's about infrastructure-wise. It's about that size, but it's just you know has like three times the population and beaches. Providence isn't that big. No? Okay, yeah. maybe not. And beaches. 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 What's up? What up, beaches? Beaches, beaches, okay. beaches, 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 so beaches, 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 beaches. Oh, I finally beaches. saw that movie, by the way. It was amazing. It was amazing. It was good, wasn't the, it? The, the, the so many, movie. So many yeah. callbacks. Steph every, is a little everyone bit Everyone like, that's ever seen that movie is like, I don't understand what's happening. Yeah, Steph is like, I don't know. It, it was. It looked cool, and there were some fun parts. So I'm like, but every time I'm like, oh my god, I know that song. Oh my god, I know that thing. Oh my god, I know that part. Yeah. That was cool. It wasn't uh, made for her. Sorry, speaking stop. speaking of movies that no one else would understand, uh, we talked about this before Good in a couple segue, episodes. Pete. Uh, see, uh, I'm learning. You're a professional. Um, I wanted to You're bring this up again. So Doug and Tim and I, from like middle school through high school, made a ton of home movies as kids with like very detailed scripts. I remember one time Doug wrote like a five page script for like one scene in, in a movie. And we're like, Doug, we're not doing this. <laughs> we got it down to like five, like two paragraphs. But it was I must have reset cool. my memory. I was so scorned. It was a good scorned. script. We just didn't have time. Um, people being murdered with, by golf clubs, you know, special effects, um, a fart that tries to kill people. Um, oh, it did Super kill Tim. people, Pete. It did kill people. Yeah, actually, it did kill people, right? 
um, with yeah. a theme song and sung Super Tim by too. my neighbor Kenny. Yep, Super Tim, which I have Super Tim too still. So this uh, is the second the part of, of my Super thing. Super Tim two again. Yeah, can we take a moment to discuss all this? But also, before I get there, the first original tape that I painstakingly lost Aww. in college, which is like the worst oh, thing yeah. ever. And you guys will never let me live that down, and that's fine. I deserve it. I still wish that someone like some janitor picked it up from like RPI if I left it there or like someone snagged it out of Tep's attic, which was the only other place I thought it might have been. And are like, these are some pretty awesome movies. Pete, why was it the best? That's my first question. You told me about it and I'm like, that sounds awesome. But well, I mean, this the, mystery, this like MacGuffin of a movie tape, like why was it the, the best? Ma- so the monster movie trilogy that started it all. Tell oh me my about God. it. Yeah. There were three of them. We started a fourth, so. but it, we quickly stopped because it, we realized it was really bad. <laughs> Wait, let's let's refresh. What were the movies on the original movie tape? Because I only remember it okay. in terms of the original movie tape. So it was the Monster Movie Trilogy, Super Tim 1, um, the weird Japanese talk show where Doug was voicing me moving my mouth or all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see I don't know it why. so bad. <laughs> I needs it. Um, I think there was like some some experiment where it was we took that a step further and we did a tried to do a kung fu uh, dubbed fight where we were just fighting and Doug was just narrating for English people and he goes like, "No, you won't. I am fierce on the stairs." I, don't know, I remember that line. Um, Pete Guyver was on there. Oh, Pete Guyver. <laughs> yeah, Pete Letterman. Guyver is probably our most complicated. That was, that was the one with the five page script. We had scene cuts. Yep. And that, it oh, was like we had we had fake a fake gunshot wound that looked pretty convincing, actually. That's right. Yep. Because yeah, we yeah, killed Eric in every single movie. We killed Eric. I mean, yeah. gotta kill Eric. Yeah. Yeah. He Sorry. was Eric. Like in, the, <laughs> in the monster movies, Eric died like every single time, like like ten times a movie. <laughs> Was the monster movie the one you tried to kind of create a Swamp Thing monster? Because I think I probably saw that one. I think Doug and I just had Halloween masks and we put them on and we, we had, yeah. We've, and you we were murdering had, Eric a lot. Masks. And, and it wasn't just that. We made that. Remember, we just randomly started putting notes on Mario Paint. Oh, yeah. The Super like, Nintendo. And, 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 just, song, theme and then song. we played it. I'm like, this is this kind of sounds like a monster mo- movie theme song. Hold and on. we just kept adding notes here and there. I'm, I'm just like eating this. Doritos yes. in the corner. We're like, yeah. this sounds great, guys. Just leave the Doritos to me. I got this. <laughs> so the second tape, which I still have, has the Australian murder mystery with, with the guy getting murdered by a golf club. Again, Eric. Now, now oh, Pete, I'm not ready to move on from... happy as oh, it is oh, okay. not copyrighted material for you to put it on the stream right now. Well, I can I can find the monster <laughs> movie music, I think. Hold on. I, it may I know, not be in the description. You can the plot. I, I don't remember what was the plot of Pete Guyver about. <laughs> I really can't. Was it remember. like a MacGyver plot where yeah, Pete so was I, MacGyver? <laughs> okay, here we go. Yeah. This is, <laughs> someday we should we should just try to recreate this in one night and just it because would be everyone really knows stupid. MacGyver's name is MacGyver. That's yes. like that's that's like not Pete, Mister Pete Guyver, like. <laughs> His full name is not MacGyver. Like, <laughs> it was really dumb. <laughs> so it it started with me like being trapped in a bathroom or something like that, and then I 
started finding like a paper clip, a uh, twist ties, a stick of gum and like started doing stuff and the camera panned away and it panned back and I had a giant gun. <laughs> so then yeah. I blasted my way out. Tim Amazing. picks me up at the station and cause he was, uh, whoever the MacGyver's partner was. Uh, and then, the uh, it, yeah. I don't know. And Doug was the drug Lord Mahogany, <laughs> but yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. It was, <laughs> it took place in South Africa didn't, for no reason. Wasn't the all, end, didn't I like turn myself into a monster or something? No, you had, you made monsters and that was Eric and Cody. That's right. Our okay. Our who we, we also killed immediately by throwing a box at them or something. I don't know what happened there. <laughs> um, Lynn was supposed to be our guide and then she betrayed us. That's right. Yep. And, and then, then she and then she turned against because she was my daughter. Right. She was and your she, daughter. She turned against me. All right. So earlier, Doug times. expressed an interest to me to use a part of this interview time to talk to Pete about his impending fatherhood, as this is probably the last time he'll get an extended time to talk to Pete before the baby arrives. Doug, what kind of advice do you have for him? And do you have some starter dad jokes you'd like to share with him? Uh, yeah. So, okay, so by the way, I, I really wish we had like some Mr. Rogers background theme music going on for Doug yeah. right now. <laughs> no, this, this, this will be good. So, best advice I got before I became a dad was don't listen to people's advice. <laughs> they will, everyone okay. will tell you how you should raise your child straight up. But you, you need to just listen and say, thank you. Then just forget it because every child's, every child's different. Every parent's, no parent or parents are different and you'll do what's best for your kid. No matter what you'll figure uh, out the decisions you make. The, yeah. The decision you make will be the good decisions and you'll figure it out day by day. Um, you can always ask, you know, people who have gone through it. What do I do if this happens or this happened? What did you do? People tell you all day long, Oh, you need to do this with your kid. And every book that's written by, doctors and for the people listening i'm putting my fingers up in quotes <laughs> um books are terrible they're wrong they won't mm. they just want you to buy the book um hey google is a great resource <laughs> my child just swallowed a lego will they die no they're actually incredibly oh. resilient which i have right. i have heard yes, this, they are. Yeah. yes they bounce, they bounce <laughs> a little bit I mean, don't drop them a lot, but yeah, like yeah. if you drop them once, but like a handful of times over a couple. No, of but years, like if you drop him once, don't freak out. He's probably fine. Oh, exactly. Um, the uh, the poop. I love how you're condoning dropping the, children. By the way, oh, I don't condone it, but um, the poop up the back diaper changes uh, are always the best. Oh, oh yeah, oh, fuck that. Always got to check the back. I've heard when you go from, like, you know, milk or you know breast milk the formula to starting the solid foods. That's when the fun begins. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. No. Those, you get some good poops from those. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you know, don't get too crazy on milestones, but milestones are important. That's how we kind of figured out what was going on with Sam. Um, mm. And also if you don't, if you go to a doctor and they tell you, they give you advice Google what they say and then get a second opinion. Cause that's what we did with Sam. 
because the first doctor was completely wrong. Oh, jeez. And um, I'm just like, well, that doesn't sound right. Yeah. So you know, it's 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 you'll figure it out. It's it. You know, I'm not trying to tell you to scare you. I'm telling you this because um, it's a learning experience for everyone who becomes a parent. All all you know, our parents, their parents, they didn't know what they were doing in the beginning. Everyone's and they figured it out. Right. Fake it yes. till you make it. Hundred percent. Everyone is. Every right. single person. Well, thank you. Um, as being a dad or almost becoming a dad, you need to learn some dad jokes. Mm-hmm. They are right with the passage. I can't wait for these. So um, I can give you a couple uh, of gems that I use um, with my kids. By the way, John, I'm totally ready with oh. the soundboard. I know you are. Yeah, I wasn't even worried about it. This. This was a favorite of Nora's when she was little. Uh, how do you make a tissue dance? I don't know. How? You put a little boogie in it. Uh. <laughs> that was great, Doug. Really Tim's, great. Tim's Keep eyes have rolled in the back of his skull. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about sports really soon, Tim. Yeah, don't worry. Uh, why didn't the skeleton climb the mountain? Hmm. Why? It didn't have the guts. Hey. Um, okay. This um, is probably the one book in parenting you did read. That's <laughs> <laughs> well, true. Uh, another, another, another great thing to do. Uh, whenever your kid says, I'm hungry or I'm tired, you say, hi, hungry or hi, tired. They uh, love it. I bet. They'll be here all week, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. One more. And, uh, and we one go. more. Yeah, one more. One, uh, one more. Sure. Yes. One more. Because we're out of time. Uh, why, why, do, why do fathers take an extra pair of socks when they go golfing? I don't know why. In case they get a hole in one. Hey. Uh, and now man. he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, man. Well, thank we you. Love you, you to look forward to we love you, brother. And we're excited yes. for you. And you're going to kill it. Amen. Thanks, guys. Yeah. I appreciate no. it. No, he's going to do well. He's going to hey, do well. He's going to do better than that. <laughs> yes. Thanks, Tim. Don't kill it. Don't kill it. All right, everyone. Shall we, kick off the, shall we kick off the shindig? Hell yeah. Yeah. All right. In the beginning, there was nothing until it was said, let there be first topic. We're going to get things started with the little bills. We're continuing with our Buffalo theme, we're going to talk about some Bills and their disappointing loss to the Jaguars in Tottenham last week. Mm. Now, the Jags, who, let's face it, have London as its second home and have, have actually played there for 11 straight seasons, not counting 2020. Yeah, it's Inter- a home game. Interestingly enough, mm-hmm. they, played, they played for their consecutive weeks across the Atlantic as they played the Falcons uh, the week before in uh, Wembley. So... They were used to the time change. They didn't Bills have to travel. Had to, uh, Bills had to fly. They, they stayed no. there for the whole week. That's there the whole week. Up. So everyone, do we blame the time zone change on the recent Bills loss, or is there something truly to worry about? Also, do we think the NFL will branch out into Asia? Asia. 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 <laughs> I blame the the home game that is not a home game, the bad turf, and the referees all equally. Next and topic. I mean, I think also 
the um the fact that the Jags didn't have to fly for twelve hours certainly is. Yeah. I read um I read they didn't start practicing. The, the the Jags were there all week and they practiced their normal schedule, but the Bills didn't start practicing till after Wednesday. That's crazy. They, I mean, they, they, didn't, they didn't leave till Thursday. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. That, that's that's not crazy. Fair. That's not fair at all. We need time to adjust. I I didn't realize that. I thought they weren't allowed to leave till Thursday. That was the Bills' decision to not leave till Thursday. That, does, that doesn't some make sense. Idiot, yeah, some idiot gets paid a lot of money, made the decision, and I hope. I mean, so let's say, think about it, right? You leave on Thursday, and you probably get there at the time on Thursday that in England is probably pretty much the night, and so you're you sleep, and then you wake up on Friday, and you don't practice on Friday. So you go one day of practice. Before an NFL game, yeah, it doesn't and the Jags, right. they were practicing the Jags Friday, great, but they don't Saturday. suck. Evan Ingram's having a good season. I mean, hey, they were they were a playoff team last year. I mean, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, Trevor Lawrence fans. is good. Yeah. News well, flash. this is this is the yeah. thing that happens with West Coast teams all the times, right? When they play the one o'clock games on the East Coast, it, it's essentially mm-hmm. the same exact thing. Yeah, except three yeah, hours instead I, of six. I don't buy the time change as much as I think this team's traumatized. I think they're not over last year. I don't think they're over losing Trey White last year or last week. Yeah, and then they, you pile on a couple of serious injuries, major injuries right in the beginning mm-hmm. of that game. Like, I just mm-hmm. think this team's a little, they're just a little shell shocked still. But fortunately, I think it's early in the season. There's time to recover. There's Wait, time but, to hit your stride. Like, ultimately, this, this is still a really great team. And we have tons of depth on defense. So, I mean, they I are worried, still yeah, incredibly offensively yeah. dimensional, though. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And like, um, the, the Less so. Less James so? Cook, yeah, James Cook is actually pretty good. They just need to spring him. Like oh, yeah. he's, I mean, is in he the running though? Because first, I yeah. think that Josh Allen was yeah. the highest rusher in the last game, right? In the last game, but uh, the oh, week he had over that, 100 yards. A- after four games four. in the in the season, uh, James Cook was fifth in the NFL in running yards. Mm-hmm. Was in not, not after this last game. At least two hundred yard games. Yeah. Not even all purpose. It was, it was, right. and, just it was over 101 and then like 96, the other one. Almost that Plus like 30 yards or 40 yards catching. No, he's so doing great. The, Josh the player, is running though, way less. Right. What I do feel like is an issue, though, is um, they're using all this 12 personnel now because they have Dalton Kincaid and Dawson Knox, but they're not using Dalton Kincaid. I, I know he's not Travis Kelsey or George Kittle or Mark Andrews, but you should at least try to use him like that. Like you drafted him to be that. Are they so, using him to block more? I don't know what they're using him for. He's no, because they have big. Dawson Knox he for that. Block well. Maybe Allen is yeah. just not looking for him then, right? Maybe. Well, I, he also is a rookie and it's only been four games. I know. Oh. I, I think eventually, and like, you know. We demand greatness, Doug. Season. We demand greatness. Cook is number 16 <laughs> we'll in rushing that. yards right now, by the but way. Because he got almost number, number 16. Because he got. John, he got like nothing last game. That's why. Yeah, it was a weird game. Add a hun- if you add a hundred, like at a hundred, right? He's still not uh, top ten. Jags game good, aside, where better. He was, yeah, where like better. even Kincaid though, like the Jags game aside, where he was concussed going into Week Five, he was on pace for the fifth best season of a rookie tight end ever in the history of NFL. Yeah. So. Rookie tight ends historically just don't do amazing. Now, it looks terrible because Sam Laporta has been lights out and he was the draft pick uh, after a Kincaid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's hard to not compare it to Laporta. Yeah. 
but he's doing well. And honestly, they just, they don't really use him. I don't think they really scheme for him. It's kind of ridiculous. I don't yeah. know what Dorsey is doing all the time. I don't know that he's the right guy. So yeah, I, so I that's, that's, that's a great, too, that's a great yeah. point, Tim. Is uh, do we feel the offense has progressed from last year at all, or do we feel like they're making well, the same mistakes? I would say that so the offense is extremely comparable to 2021, where I think everyone, at least in Buffalo, thinks universally 13 seconds left of the game, lose against City. That was that was your shot, right? That, that, that was offense the Super Bowl was, year. That offense was insane, and it really just had primarily a Stephon Diggs and then a hodgepodge of people around him. Uh, they still had Beasley playing at a high level, though, and I, that was a big difference. Granted, but the same number of receivers or uh, receptions right. to the entire receiving core is like the same yeah. line of, of 2021. Mm-hmm. So, in the office, I don't think it has regressed, but the, you saw the same exact thing last year when they traded for Naeem Hines. They never used him. They traded yeah. what was it? it was a pretty decent pick for Naeem Hines, and then they couldn't even figure out how to game plan. I mean, he did run game, so it's like, two kick returns back for a touchdown in one game. But other than that, yeah. Yeah, that's, not, the but that's not offensive I didn't game, like that plan. game Yeah, I know. Exactly. <laughs> Final yeah, thoughts. We're right. out of time. <laughs> so uh, real, real quick, the last, the last question. Do we think NFL will branch out into Asia? Quick, quick yes or no? Oh, no, too far. It's going to take some time for that. They have to figure Europe yeah. out first. Y- Europe and Mexico right, first. They're doing right now. Yeah. I want is, I. I want the NFL Actually, to do 24 hours straight of football. <laughs> Europe, Canada, and Mexico, I think, is going to be the, the first major international expansion. Where, where is the first where is the first international expansion team? Is it in Toronto? No, no. It'd probably be... I don't think there's going to be an expansion team. Out, uh, the Jaguars should officially oh, become the Toronto. Jaguars and just move to London. <laughs> oh, yeah. We love, a, we love your NFL game up in Canada. Hey, we get the poutine fries. It'd be a good time. <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah, you're right. They probably don't really care. They have their own football league up there. The next topic contains potassium benzoate. That's bad. But it comes with choice of sprinkles. So the NFL is considering fining 49ers tight end George Kittle for the profane t-shirt he wore under his uniform Sunday night that stated, fuck Dallas, which I agree with entirely. Um, (laughs) Under the terms of the NFL's fine schedule... Personal messages carry a fine of $10,927. So, you know, George Kittle's really going to care about that. It's very specific. It's very specific. <laughs> very specific. Uh, Kittle and revealed, 42 cents. <laughs> Kittle revealed the t-shirt while celebrating running back Jordan Mason's 26-yard touchdown in garbage time after Christian McCaffrey put his feet up. Um, as the 49ers took the touted Dallas defense apart, winning 42 to 10. Wow. That's awful. So, clearly, $10,000 like I said, isn't going to affect George Kittle um, for taunting them boys. But what do you think about this fine? Is the NFL right? And how can the 49ers be this good? How is it any different, really, in some respects, than, you know, the message that they wear on the helmets, right? Like to end racism and, and all that. Like, it's, it's, it's their own personal opinion, right? So, and, well, I mean, right. Right. racism, fuck Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> These are a level playing mark. That is on this brand. Is, I'm not this saying isn't, it's the same this message. This is an interesting stance that I <laughs> was not expecting. I'm not saying it's the same message, but the concept of it is the same. It's your own personal opinion. Uh, but those are okay. NFL sanctioned. Well, those are allowed by the NFL. NFL sanctioned opinions. Can we get fuck Dallas NFL sanctioned? I mean, no. Oh, okay. They okay. love Dallas. Jerry so, Jones, Jerry, Jerry Jerry Jones would not. I wouldn't be surprised if Kittle tried yeah. to trademark that, though. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if this is like, a, you know, this is exactly your question, John, but I do have a take on that because like, 
Like to your point, Kittle doesn't care. What's ten grand to that guy? Ten grand is, and then, you know nothing. what the, the team might pay for too. But like Stevie Johnson did that, playing the Ocho Cinco, Chad Johnson, uh, Terrell Owens Bengals, who are Batman and Robin or whatever. And Stevie oh, scores yeah. a long touchdown, rips open his shirt, and it says, "Why so serious?" That was awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. I will never forget that. Like I saw that dude that at the stadium, amazing. like doing a five k, and I was like, "Will you say that into my phone?" He's like, "Absolutely." And like now I have a video of Stevie saying, "Why so serious?" Like I will always know him for that. He will always be a fan favorite to oh, me yeah. because he cheesed the Bengals yes. in their face with their stupid catchphrase. And he needs to be I, in the wall know, of fame, give, by the way. Yeah, let Kittle do it. I'm all about it. Be yourself, man. What's ten? Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? See George Kittle on um, Sunday Night Football after they took the Giants apart, and he was just like, "That dude is awesome. That dude has long <laughs> blonde hair, and he doesn't give a shit about anything." And he's like, "We're the fucking 49ers, you guys. We're super good at football. They're, they yeah. are the team to beat." How do they not win the Super Bowl this year? I think they win for fun. I mean, and yeah, it's still Brock, early. Brock his arm, man. Well, right. It's yeah, it's still it, early. It all rests. It all rests on how well that arm surgery holds. Up. For, okay. for the people at home. Um, Tim just flailed his arm like it wasn't attached and it was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta watch the YouTube. Can no, somebody go so gross, to Halloween as, as Brock Purdy's surgically repaired arm? You think he this got robot UCL. You think he yeah. got robot parts? He might oh, have totally. a robot arm. He might sure, have he a robot, robot parts. Yeah. I think Spielberg got in there. Real quick segue in Halloween. I, I saw the best costume, I think. It was um, a guy wearing a meat like a, a piece of meat, like just a uh, meat? blanket with eyes cut out. And it was called a gabagool. <laughs> <laughs> like a ghost costume, but the meat costume. <laughs> also, it's me. In Italy. It's amazing. It's the uh, best joke funny. I've ever heard. That's, that's amazing. Timmy you just told a dad joke straight up. Sorry, bud. Yeah. Uh, dad approved. He likes meat. Doug is so proud. He's raised me well. <laughs> he is the older I, brother. He's twenty percent responsible for me. So yeah, I mean, I think if you and now like, this is the forever question, right? This is Wolverine versus the Blob. This is the movable object versus the Incredible Force, right? Go Wolverine, think, right? Go Wolverine, because yeah. I think offense wins because. Dallas didn't have shit in that game. They didn't have shit no, in that they, game. They looked awful. They looked, they looked awful. awful. And I mean, it's hard when <laughs> you have, and this, we, we say that all the time, it's hard when you have to defend against the run and the pass, and they're both going to beat you, and they did. Yeah. I mean, just some of the best defenses better franchise. Yeah. Like, I, I love seeing Dallas lose. Like, oh, I love seeing <laughs> Dallas lose. <laughs> like, sorry. Sorry, Mark. I'm going to have two examples because I was recently in Texas and recently in Boston and oh. talking to NFL fans. And they're usually they're fine. They're nice. It's off season. It's just like hearing just how disconnected from reality fans are in general, because you don't hear it when it's you. <laughs> you only hear it when you hear it from other people and cowboy fans that like he's talking smack to an Eagles fan. It's just like, dude, you have. Sorry, no man. business. You have no and and yeah. every person from Baston that I met on a cruise um, to Bermuda was just telling me how they were going to win the division, and it's just like, is this what it was like when you had Tom Brady and the, you <laughs> heard from Bills I, fans, and you're just like, they're yeah. there. They're I, there. I, I am not. I am definitely not offended by that. Boston has some of the stupidest sports fans ever. They they think everything is the end of the world. Sometimes a lot of New England fans want Belichick to go. It's like, hello, this this 
He yeah. did get you like six championships. So let's, Tom let's Brady not got forget you six. that. Get rid of him. Get rid of him. Anytime, anytime they pick a QB in the sixth round, though, I'm going to be like, oh, no whammy, no whammy, no whammy, no whammy. Lightning doesn't we have our generational Tom made. Brady. Yeah. It's Brock Purdy. All right. This dude's going to go undefeated. Win the Super Bowl. It's going to be the best story you've ever heard. That's, I can't wait it for is. it. Except Sorry, he doesn't Bills. look like a doofus in weird <laughs> gym shorts. It's me. Next topic. Every year, NFL teams have to deal with injuries amongst their players, with some lasting mere weeks and others putting them on the shelf for long term. Now, it was collectively bargained in 2021 that teams would play an extra regular season game and they would lose a preseason game so that the season wasn't extended. Now, a lot of people are blaming a shortened preseason on recent NFL injuries. So, everyone, do we believe there is any correlation in the shortened preseason to NFL injuries? No. <laughs> Next I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a solid no too i think i honestly i think these guys just put so much stress on their bodies these days i think yeah. there's yeah. something to be said for dudes in the 80s just ate cheeseburgers all off season and showed up out of shape and out of weight and they had some money to burn you mean like you know? zeke elliott yeah like they could just oh, work yeah. through that that tubby phase and then be in prime ship shape for the playoff run but these kids they literally work out all year round. They're primed for yeah, an injury. They're they just do. Like they stressed do. to the max. They're ready to be. We push their bodies to the physical limits. Like, yeah. I think it's just we condition. We're just we're stressing these people out, man. And they're just yeah. I think there's something to be said about pop. that. It's well, it, I mean, it's very well that their muscles may be bigger, or stronger. Like these these players are incredible now compared to how they were 20, 30 years ago. I mean, like if you rolled out right the all Madden team from like nineteen ninety against the current NFL, they would get their asses kicked. Except for Bruce Smith. He would it's, still probably get like Steve five sacks was good. Right. <laughs> Maybe like Randall Cunningham, like, you know, some of those ridiculous people, right? They would stand out. All these muscles and conditioning, like Tim said, they're getting bigger. The bones and ligaments are still kind of the same. So something's got to give. I think the biggest difference that we're seeing too, and, and this happens in baseball all the time, right? Baseball, pitchers get better and then hitters get better and then pitchers get better and then hitters get better. And I think that the defense is at a point where it's really frightening, like in a scary way, where you got these guys who somehow are big and fast. That doesn't make any sense to me. And, you know, like Bobby Wagner. Genetic scary, freaks. Like They're genetic yeah. freaks. Aaron Donald's a scary man. Bobby Wagner's a scary man. All those big, giant, fast guys that get, you know, 10 sacks a game. And you're just like, how is that even possible? My favorite thing, by the way, of that was the soundbite from Geno Smith. They caught his microphone uh, live in a game and Aaron Donald was sprinting right at him, ready to kill him. And Geno Smith goes, oh, my God, like, <laughs> as he as he right as the ball gets snapped. It's the most hilarious thing ever. I mean, He's Jesus like, oh Christ, my God. how are you supposed to be like smart and accurate when you're afraid for your life? Yeah. Oh, my your God. Actual life. I, that I, is the 2023 only, soundbite yeah. of the of the year for the NFL. I can only imagine <laughs> I, I would probably drop a deuce if a 300 pound man came <laughs> running straight at me and <laughs> I'd have that deer in the headlights look and I just like uh crap. <laughs> would you would you like be cartoon run over? You would be like weirdly flattened. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Really I, yeah. Just I'd become two dimensional, <laughs> definitely. And yet somehow you wouldn't get injured, but that player would. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I probably would step on the turf. To be fair. Right. Ankle. Yeah. That's, that's an excellent that's an excellent point though all, all these athletes are bigger and stronger so the collisions that they're making are a lot harder and faster yeah. and i read something recently uh with the whole running back running back gate that um 
it's really the only unprotected position. I mean, they're protected a little bit, but um, there are running times into the battle, right? Where there are yeah, times where they're running by themselves, and the whole objective is to stop them. And like Devon and Shane, this yeah. last week, like the Giants' defense is terrible, but to stop his crazy twelve yards of carry thing he was doing, you know, they just rolled over onto his knee, and his knee's fucked now. I mean, yeah. And to be like, to be fair, like one way to make them safer, well, you add on more equipment, right? But they're not going to want that because then they lose their speed. They wouldn't wear cups. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Actually, then again, I did play intramural ice hockey in goal without wearing a cup. So, that was like you know, when uh, Mac, Mac Jones was getting yelled at for cup checking dudes because they don't, was. They don't wear <laughs> cups so they can, uh, they're more mobile. And Mac Jones is terrible. So he's a dirty player. And he's just like, <laughs> Cup checking dudes all the time. For whatever reason, Dude. yeah. For whatever reason, he's become famous for flailing his arms, and he just happened to do like a little that cross punch. That's funny. YouTube. Oh no, it's not. And it's not bad. He just yeah. so happened to do a cross yeah, punch. That, that, that's his yeah, move. It's, it's not purpose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's I awesome. cannot confirm nor deny he's the, like the Mac Jones cross punch. Accidentally <laughs> punched you in the nuts when you were trying to murder me. Oof. I cannot confirm nor deny that. Actually, wasn't there a player that tried to punch Josh Allen in the nuts and then he got all pissed off and like threw his helmet at him or threw a football at him? I don't know. Yeah, There's some weird likes- stuff in a pile up there. Oh, for this injury thing, um, what do you guys think about the turf? Everybody's complaining about uh, like inconsistent turf conditions in a lot of stadiums. A lot of the players want to go. I grass. think that it definitely yeah. does. I'm sorry, it has nothing to grass do with Grass has the same I mean, statistics. Literally, Travis Kelsey, yeah. who okay. injured himself last week, said it was the turf. On his radio show, but I mean, grass has the same exact injury statistics as, as turf does. They're identical. Okay, there's is no that change. True, because yes. all of the news currently is saying that it is not. It was literally. I read it on ESPN this morning. They they had the huh. same exact studies, but so it was like the astro turf was bad, and then they went back to well, grass, yeah, and really then bad. the grass was I mean, bad. Yeah, you, and then you they have, went to you, turf. You have now the turf grass. is bad. Yeah, it's just shitty grass. Yeah, it's gonna. I mean, we all saw the Super Bowl, right? We all and there's a monetary impact too. Uh, the artificial turf is a one-time install. It's one point two five million dollars somewhere around this. Grass costs like four to eight million dollars a year to maintain and to keep soft. And I just can't imagine NFL owners like actively going after something that costs more. Yeah. No, um, I mean the so reason I, that they do turf is that they don't have to maintain it. You don't even have to hire the guy who's paid right. to maintain it, right? There's a different solution they'll come up with. So the moral of this there topic to, to to end it is all the players need to not work out as much and eat more cheeseburgers in the offseason. <laughs> fields need right. to be yeah. made of That's trampolines. That's life advice. Yes. That's life oh, advice. Trampoline football. Fuck yeah. I oh, watched that. Dude, they should do that in arena have football. You ever seen, Why not? Have you watched trampoline basketball? I have watched trampoline basketball. Trampoline That's basketball exciting. is incredible. I would love to watch traveling football. I want football with like cybernetic implants and mandatory steroid use. I think that'd be great. (laughs) Can I I bring up a random topic that just occurred to me? Like out of left field? No. Have you guys guys heard of have you guys heard of or have been to a Savannah banana game? Ah, we oh, have talked about it. Yes. We have talked about that. You know Johnny Damon's a Savannah yeah. banana. Johnny Damon's on the Savannah banana. Oh, have you been to a Savannah just, banana game, Tim? No, I just learned about it on the internet, and uh, it's the same. I've got news on it. And 
It looks Ooh. it looks incredible. We did a topic it's on it somewhere in season we one. We did, we did. It's like and they're coming innings. to Buffalo, and of course yeah, I'm not tour. town, but oh. they tour. It looks right. so much fun. Like I, I was like, I didn't know so Bridget, a banana game. Bridget's on oh. a list to randomly get picked to buy tickets. Like that's how mm. crazy this is. Like you nice. had to go on a really a list to get on a list to get randomly picked to hopefully it looks buy so tickets. fun. I'm on that list, yeah. and I think. I think the reason why they want to go is because the guys run around like topless or something. Okay, no. Like, that's what I heard. <laughs> that's what it's I've been still, told. That's like, still kind of baseball. Yeah. I think that's a different kind of banana. <laughs> <laughs> this has been True Facts with Doug Fizz. <laughs> hey, John, you got a next topic? So, five weeks into the 2023 NFL season, and we are racing to the in season trade deadline on 1031. While it is still early, as Mark likes to remind us, it's not that early. And with some teams already already eyeing a midseason push or ready to cash in their chips and begin their rebuild, there is talk of several major stars being available for the season's trade deadline, including Raiders star wide receiver Devontae Adams, as well as Titans All-Pro Derrick Henry. Uh, with the loss of Derek Carr, we immediately saw Devontae Adams sour to the Raiders organization. We are seeing in real time... The Titans begin to move towards speedy rookie Tajay Spears and Derrick Henry being part of a committee. <gasps> so what do we think about the legitimacy of these rumors and what teams would benefit from these huge names? I'm totally seeing Derrick Henry going because they've been the Titans yeah. have uh, tried on multiple occasions to trade him and yeah, they're not this, doing this so well. He's I think he's making 12 million or something like that. Why? So why would you want him? Why know. would you want him? Yeah, he's not good. Two years anymore. ago, I would have said he's, hell yeah, but I would want him in the playoffs. He's built for the playoffs. Yeah, he's built for the salad bar. He's got <laughs> he's got to retire, man. So he's got to get he can, off yeah, the field. He can eat all the hamburgers that he wants for up up until December, and then January yeah. I'll use them to six years max. Running backs retire. Just like, there's no point, man. They're worn out. They're well, he's 29 now too, and he's been a bell cow his whole career. And it's sad, but it's it's true. Yeah, yeah. They, they, we don't we don't pay we don't protect running backs they're just yeah. they're it's a insane, dime a dozen though. now but like they're a dime a dozen tim doesn't have a point you know and we had many topics already in the in the podcast about running back gate and just just trying to f- figure out like why the values increase but yes <laughs> but when, their stats hit a wall when you yeah. get to age 28 it's in, it's really consistently weird there, there was something interesting that came out last week that we were supposed to talk about, but we didn't. So the Colts ended up extending Jonathan Taylor. Mm-hmm. And they but gave him a good isn't contract. That, yeah. Isn't that surprising? That he is a little surprising. Big, yeah. He got a pretty big contract. Actually. He got but a pretty big contract. Isn't yeah. he still on the young side, though? He may still have two or three years yeah. good left. He's 24. Especially compared to all of us, he's young. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> I could go out there right now and play. Name a running back that's been good after they got paid. Yeah, that's a good point. I Adrian Peterson, but that Barry was a long Sanders. time ago. Oh wait, that was like, like was Derrick Henry ago. good one year after he got paid? Maybe? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I one think he year? got his. I think he got his two thousand yard season the first year after. Oh, maybe he got resigned after the two thousand year. No, yeah. No. So yeah, he, even awesome. he, even if he's the one, he's the exception, right? He's not the rule. So, but you're, Jonathan, no, you're absolutely much, right about that. You're absolutely Jonathan right. About that. Much younger though, much younger. And will he be the next exception? Mm-hmm. With I, mean, I just looked it up. 
Oh, Christian McCaffrey's oh, still McCaffrey. gonna get paid. Okay, yeah. okay. Unicorn. he's still gonna Unicorn. get paid, but he's yeah. also no, he's he gets used so much. No, he gets used so much that he's he's due to get hurt again. Remember, but he see, did get hurt a decent amount in Carolina. Okay. I he almost has, feel he like has thirty that's million guaranteed. I think he might be the richest running back. Isn't that almost like a different position though? The way they use McCaffrey, the way the Saints used Kamara in his prime, the way the Bills yeah. used Thurman Thomas. Well, okay, they they still ran him into the ground, but. The fact that you He's get as many yards receiver. pass catching, yeah, like you, you get as many yards pass catching as you do running. It's it's a multi threat, and McCaffrey so, is the um, best. Derrick Henry has the ever fourth been. highest contract value of average a year. McCaffrey has number one, and then Kamara's number two, and Jonathan Taylor's new contract is number three at fourteen million a year. How old is Taylor? Jonathan Taylor, you said it's twenty four. I looked. You said twenty four. Right? Yeah, he's twenty four. He's young. Yeah. he's still got four years probably. I mean, you can't be a running uh, a bell cow back and play football into your 30s it just doesn't work the body's just not made like that i mean frank gore was the last one that's the one i, I can remember he played into uh, well into i mean his how many um how many touches do yeah. the top guys get like how many touches does um christian mccaffrey get a game i mean how many, how many he's touches at least 20 old, yeah right? but he's he is the unicorn though when you think about it though you think about 20 it. big hits 20 big hits a game well, don't also receptions. He gets he gets several yep. targets a game. He's like a that's, six that's to ten target guy. So that's and keep hits. in mind, running backs used to get a lot more back in the day. I mean, the heyday of like Marshall Falk and Priest Holmes, they were getting 30, 40 touches a game. True, yeah. but back then, I feel Maybe. like running backs were the most athletic, best in shape people on the field. Yeah. I mean, theoretically, they still are, though, right? Aaron Donald. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> As a freak, if, if somebody, if we just woke up one day and Aaron Donald was like, "Oh yeah, no, I'm from Krypton," we're like, "Oh cool, that makes oh. a lot of sense." Yeah, right. that's okay. right now. Got it. Makes sense. It should be a nice. So be a nice. I would, um, as a as a Bills fan, I would, you know, you said Devontae Adams is on the on the block. Okay, we'll we'll take. He's him. gonna get traded. He'll get traded. He'll get traded too because my, he doesn't want to be in Vegas with my his dream buddies. of he my dream of D Hop coming to the Bills failed. So let's get Devontae Adams instead. I I, I see Kirk Cousins getting traded too. I know. I do. I see Kirk Cousins 20, getting traded. 20, 20, I don't know 30, where. Yeah, it's not going to happen. But because I can try to convince Lisa a lot of those teams are ready to go. And, and really, hmm. we talked about this last week. Everyone in four team, t- one and four team, needs to decide when it's time to think about Caleb Williams. Every single one of them does. <laughs> yeah. Well, don't 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 forget about the O and four teams. <laughs> or the O and four teams, <laughs> right. right? Every team that could theoretically land last has to think about it. Even the Giants who just paid their guy forty million dollars for some god knows what reason. I don't know. How how many years is that, Johnny? Uh, it's too many. <laughs> too many. What Danny Dimes? Danny Dimes, I think, got four years. He did. He got four years. Uh, on this podcast forever, um, every quarterback salary. Oh, you can tell we're watching the same thing because my screen <laughs> all of our screens are flashing at the same sync. Danny but, Dimes um, is our is our QB measuring stick. Into the next topic, shoot, fly boys. All right, I'm yeah. curious how this topic is going to go because it's time to talk about a sport we rarely talk about, ice hockey. Now, the NHL kicked off its 2023-24 season. About hockey. And they started with a doozy in the recent number one overall pick, Connor Bedard, and the Chicago Blackhawks facing his idol, Sidney Crosby, and the Pittsburgh Penguins. Bedard is the next big thing in hockey, getting comparisons to not only Sid the Kid, but the great one, Wayne Gretzky himself. 
Another story mm. includes the world's greatest expansion team, the Las Vegas Knights, trying to defend their title, but they are not the odds-on favorite as the Colorado Avalanche are actually the front runners. And naturally, our Sabres fans will want to talk about how this year will be different and they will break the <laughs> current longest playoff drought in the league. So everyone, what storylines for this upcoming NHL season are we looking forward to? I just looked up a picture of Connor Bedard. He is like a baby. He's 18. Can, this can the Sabres please make the playoffs? <laughs> we we can't, we can't even get past opening night though. We have to talk about the the most cringy things I have ever seen, and that is the linesman doing like the introduction to the NHL, like the Connor Bedard Sydney Crosby game. It was like Sydney, uh, uh, Mr. Crosby, uh, Captain Penguin. <laughs> so um, awkward. Have, a, so have awkward. A, a good another good happy fiftieth season, and uh, Connor Bedard, you're good too. You know, like good job, good mm-hmm. packy oh, no. go, and it was just. So cringy, like that lightning was Like it's 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 going to be They're electric. Both- uh, uh. Really give, a, give a break. They're both Canadian. <laughs> the, the, the NFL has the Rock out there making up things like Rampede, and like we got like right, first, of all, first of all, that's the XFL, not the NFL. <laughs> no, he actually no, he no, opened he, up the NFL. The twenty twenty two in the Rams. Yep, yeah, yeah. yep. Right. I remember that. The NFL gets the Rock. They get like linesman who like I, he's a history teacher at his day job, you know, and right. then has to go ref a hockey game. <laughs> well, keep in mind a, a high-paying NHL contract is like eight eight million. Guy made a snow angel on an mm-hmm. NFL field. That's hilarious. Nice. Speaking Wait, of topic, John. I don't. <laughs> yes. I don't know a lot about hockey, you guys. Oh man, the Sabers lost let, five to one. I know. Let the Sabers fans talk. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm excited for the Sabres. I'm more excited for the 39 two food item, uh, new food items that the Sabres pull out this year. They have a two-foot nacho platter. Two really? Foot, yeah. Okay. Tell us two more. Foot, wow. It is two feet of nachos. That's and amazing. It's, so it's, and it's not like just junk nachos. It's like real chips, um, mm-hmm. uh, braised cracked pork rib, uh, beans. Oh, hi, Dino. Um, beans. Oh, I might rice, want to go to a Sabres so, game now. Like, uh, oh, man, we're going. Fuck I yes. will say, unreal. Yeah, good friend of ours, Scott, and I went to. This was one of Jack Eichel's. I think it was his rookie year because I was like, I got to see this guy. So that was the last game I've been to. It's been a while, um, but it was a really fun time. We we found the basement weird dive bar underneath Pearl Street Pub, and I was like, this oh, place is Brawler's amazing. Deli. I didn't yeah. know it existed. We, we were uh, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we were in there. And we're like, there's a staircase that just goes down. There's no sign. They were like, let's check it out. And it was that was our pregame was was upstairs and then down there to get some subs and then we went to the game. But it's a good experience. Um, I, I love the the hockey. It's it just feels like different than football yeah. or even baseball. It's its own thing. It's something special. I think Nora to her first hockey game last year. She loved it. Yeah, it was uh, oh, like yeah, the kids' day, fun. which they do a lot. Mm. Yeah, oh, that's a lot of fun. Yeah, we gotta go. We gotta get back into our uh, birthday hockey game. We used to. Oh, yeah. get, when we get, it was like a weird transition. We like, what do we get each other for our birthdays? And uh, we were like, well, let's go out to dinner and like. And our birthdays are like a month apart, so it would be sometime in like March or April. We'd go out to dinner and go yeah, to hockey game. Army is nice. It's. It's one of that the only places good. you can get to on public transportation, so it's kind of, at least for me, down all the dogs in the south towns. Wah-wah, have fun driving. <laughs> it's always rough getting in there. You still have to drive to the train. It's not like your train goes by your house. You can walk home. It's a mile. 
Mile and a half. That's true. I can do it. I've walked that. We've done it. We've done it in the winter. We've done it in the winter. I know. Actually, it's a really nice. There's a little nice. On the way home, there's a like one of those like a like a dumpy bar, like a dank, like a Moe's from yeah, the Simpsons trademark. Um, <laughs> it's a cash only bar. It's like all wood. Mm-hmm. You know, they have a jukebox that has been updated with like records. It's just a you know they make a good steak sandwich that has covered in grease from like 1947. It's like a it's a perfect nice. bar. You know, um, whenever I think of a dive bar, I always think of the Ruck. The Ruck isn't a dive bar. You guys bar. remember the Ruck? I know the Ruck is not a dive bar anymore, but, but it used, no, to, be used to be dark and dingy. Actually, I think I'm. I think it's too cool for me. I just went that by was, the other day. No. The Ruck was the place, though. That like, as soon as New York banned cigarettes when we were in college from like indoor bars, and we're like, no, wait, wait, no, bring them back. This place smells terrible. <sighs> the, the cigarette smell was covering up like way you know worse. What I remember smells. about the Ruck, though, I remember the. Uh, <laughs> The what's a face? The, I was like, uh, wait, Peter's never smoked a cigarette. It's the first that, time I played shuffleboard. I think I hate cigarette smoke, but that was the one time it was acceptable because it was covering up even worse stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I, I might have a the shuffleboard shuffle- table. Yeah, Tim, yeah. Has, yeah. Tim, this this bar has, this is actually the first time I ever played shuffleboard was at the Me Rock. Too. Me too. Yep, and it, it was I, a table I think just I have a like picture yours. of that actually. I think you probably do. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, I miss shuffleboard. I, I we got to get back down to, to Tim's amazing basement bar there. Um, what's a face? Uh, face. Even though um, the beer garden, the Wolf's Beer Garden closed, a new beer garden opened in Wolf's Beer Garden in Troy, and so I think the shuffleboard is still there. Oh, they better have brought it back. I'll do that for the next topic. This one's for Jeffum. Um, he shamed me into not talking about baseball during the Hi, baseball Jeffum. playoffs. So hey, Jeffum. <laughs> and so we talked um, about baseball last week. <laughs> We did not a lot, not enough, not, not, not um, enough, I guess. So the 2023 Baltimore Orioles finished <laughs> the season with the best record in the American League by 11 games and the second best record in baseball. However, as this longtime Yankee fan can tell you, a regular season record means very little in the playoffs. So the fifth seeded Texas Rangers, who looked to be unstoppable, winning five games in a row against the fourth seeded Tampa Bay Rays and the first seeded Orioles. Uh, both teams having significantly better records. Um, the AL East actually broke a funny historic record this season. They were the, the first record was that they were the best division at 449 and 361. That's a 550, uh, 554 percentage. Uh, the second was the most losses without a win in the postseason at 0-7. Womp, womp, Aww. womp. Uh, so can we attribute this collapse to youthful teams on a big stage, the quality of the Rangers pitching rotation, or a little bit of both? I don't think it has to do with either, actually. So this was actually potentially something that I was gonna I was gonna bring up. Now, with the new playoff rules, there is now a third wild card team in in each league, and so there's six total teams. Two teams each get a buy, so the top two teams get a buy, and they extended the wild card round to be a best of three series now. So there is a long layoff between the last game. And the first playoff game uh-huh. for the one and two seeds. And as we all know, you, you want to be you, momentum is huge in baseball, especially when it comes to hitting. Because mm-hmm. the worst thing that you can do as a hitter is to just stop hitting. And oh. you can only do so much with game simulation. You, you need real games in order to stay consistent with with hitting and with pitching for the most part, too. Because, you know, you're on that regular schedule when you're a pitcher every five days. So I think that has actually more to do with it than any than experience personally, because so keep in mind, it's not just the Orioles, but the Braves 
Mm-hmm. Could they could potentially lose? Lose? They the had Dod- the best and record. The Dodgers. the Dodgers got swept by the Diamondbacks. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah! Wow. Those were three of the top teams and the Those number one the seeds, seeds and the yeah. number one seeds last year too. It's yeah. the same thing happened last year. So two years, um, in a row with the new format and the number one seeds aren't winning. And now I I'm, thought- I, I'm I, I'm okay. I'm okay with the the extra wild card team, but it shouldn't be a best of three series. You are now. You you are now resting few. your your best teams too long, and they yeah. become cold. And you see what's going to be on. A play, now. It used to be a play in, right? Used to be a play in. All baseball series is of three, uh, best of five, best of seven, right? And so okay. as it gets harder, they go from best of five to best of seven. However, it, previously to the last two years, um, they used to just have because there's three divisions in each league, so they used to have the two worst teams play each other for a chance to be in the playoffs. Oh, the okay, two worst okay. best teams. So the wild card teams. And so that was one game. And so to make more money, to have more baseball games, they decided to turn that into a best of uh, five series. So, and right, that's what pushed the whole schedule back. Pushed the whole for, schedule for the back. And so now okay. the number one and number two seeds, right, the two best teams in every league are pretty much taking a week off between the end of the regular season mm-hmm. and the beginning of the ALDS or the NLDS was the divisional series, right? It's their mm-hmm. first. And so what we're saying, and it's actually pretty proven by Tim. <laughs> oh, we lost Tim. Um, oh, no, no. It, pretty proven is what we're saying is um, those teams aren't winning. They aren't winning. Yeah. They're taking a break and they're not winning. So, I'm, I apologize for any baseball fans, but baseball is so inconsequential that I had no clue that there was playoffs going on. <laughs> That's funny. Well, also, here's the thing. It's a problem with baseball, but most big market teams are the number one or number two or number three seeds. And all of the big markets in the last two seasons have been knocked out in the first round. All of them. Mm. Right? Who cares about the fucking Arizona Diamondbacks, right? And they're in the NLDS. They're probably going to be in the championship series. I mean, it's crazy, man. It's a crazy world we live. And Doug, in your defense, the closest team that you really have is is the Blue Jays. And they're they're no, not that good. I mean, I, I've they're never really followed Major League Baseball, and then you know with the Bills being as good as they are, you kind of just forget. That's true. That there's baseball. I will, I will say. Here. I will say. I I love how the Blue Jays have become the greatest second generation team in in all of baseball. They seem to have everyone's son uh, uh, that I I grew up watching <laughs> baseball. Like they <laughs> they have they have Vlad Guerrero, uh, Guerrero Jr. They got Bo Bichette, who's Dante Bichette's uh, uh, son from the Rockies. Don't they? Don't they also have Craig Biggio's son too? Mm-hmm. I think so. So many second generation players on that team. Damn. Does Ken Griffey Jr. have a junior junior? <laughs> they could also go on the team. Uh, I don't believe so. But He's uh, Kenneth Walker the third on the Seahawks. He took his That's wife's true, name. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, it works. You don't yeah, when I was a kid, the only reason I, I knew you. baseball playoffs were going on is when the Simpsons weren't playing on Fox <laughs> because they were playing baseball games. Oh, yeah. And then Simpsons the Treehouse of Horror episode got pushed to November. Keep, keep in mind, now, the late 80s, early 90s, while I understand that you had some pretty good Bills teams, there are also some very good Blue Jays teams those years. In fact, they, sure. they won the World so Series they, in 92, 3, one of those years. Close. Clemens? Clemens? No, they didn't. That was this was before no. Clemens. So wait a second, though. 
So we, we have a triple A team, the Buffalo Bisons, and weren't Bison. they the farm team yeah. for like the Cleveland Indians for a while? The for, or a team formerly known as that, at least. <laughs> They're the, the Guardians the, now. Uh, Guardi- Guardians. Cleveland Guardians. Right. The team they formerly were... known as that. No, they are just been... the Cleveland Guardians. We have to be politically just... correct. Okay. Yeah. I think right now they're the Blue Jays, but I think before Blue Jays, they're the Mets. Then they They've kind of been bounced around, right? You can you can tell by the color of their uniforms who they're the farm team for. Because when they were at the Mets, it was like, it's like green. Oh, their okay. so, uh, uniforms now it's the like pirates. blue. Way back in the day, pirates before the, before the, Indian, kids, before the command, uh, Guardians, they were the Pirates. Oh, yeah. Uh, early yeah. 80s. Yeah. So an interesting so, story, the Tri-City Valley Cats, who is the minor, the minor league team in Albany. They're like um, the minor minor, though, aren't they? Double. Well, they're the National League, right? And so, like, if you think about oh, okay. um, the league in... in I think in, they're in the same league as the Savannah Bananas. Right, pretty much. Um, <laughs> they aren't in a division. Not single A, not sure, double A, right? not triple A. Um, but they have a loose association with the Blue Jays. Um, however, they are suing the Blue Jays because their loose <laughs> association being that they're not single A. Wait, the Valley Cats are suing the Blue Jays? Yeah. That's wow. amazing. Because wow. they want their players to be able to have a chance in the majors, but none of them do because they're not single A players. And so they either have, they want the Blue Jays to let them go so that they can find a team association, but they won't. They refuse to. So that's what they're suing for. Interesting. Uh, Man, so we lost our arena football team, the Albany Empire, because of... uh, They're coming back, though. Antonio Brown. They're going to be the Firebirds. They are rebirthing themselves. Is Tom Grady going to be on that team? I hope so. I fucking love Tom Grady. He's got to come back. I did reach out to Tom Grady, by the way, on the the book face. And he ignored you? He he ignored me. (laughs) (laughs) Tom Grady, you can be on the show anytime you want. You're my hero. Grady? Yes. Yeah, he's and, num- and, number 12 yeah. star arena football player of the Albany Empire and uh, basically our poor man's version of Tom Brady. Yeah, he's off-brand Tom Brady. He's like yep. the, the he's like lucky. Like, he's, he's bizarro Tom Brady. He's like he lucky is. cereal that you get at the grocery store because you want yep. lucky charms, but you can't afford it. The Rue 21 of Tom Brady is that. Yes. <laughs> we could go all night with this. What did the ocean say to the beach? What? Nothing. It it just waved. Hey, uh, Morgan, you're going to press the buttons every time. I speak and that's the next topic. Uh, <laughs> you should just use that as the next topic. Peaches, I'll just get on the next topic. Tim's anyway. so mad. <laughs> Tim is slowly dying inside. <laughs> all right. I can't wait. I, all right. Let me get through this because I want. I can't wait to see you guys' reactions to this topic. Pete, I think oh, you know what's coming. Oh, so no. I was watching Jimmy Kimmel the other night, not a sponsor, and his guest was Whitney Cummings. Now, for those that don't know, she is a comedian known for her pretty raunchy comedy. She's also a staple for the celebrity roast that they do. Now, she went on to say that Comedy Central, who used to air them, uh, ultimately decided not to anymore because of the censors. I later learned that the roasts now appear on OnlyFans TV, which is their version of a TV streaming service. Now, while I uh, I prompted Pete with this, and I uh, immediately pictured him doing a spit take, like in those classic TV sitcoms, Mm -hmm. which coincidentally you cannot uh, view on on OFTV, but... To explain to our listeners and viewers, wait, wait, wait! Like, can we just focus on no? On sp- let me finish. Spit takes on OFTV because <laughs> you just said it, so we got to talk about it. Now, oh, yeah. OFTV, no, no, don't go there. It's gonna. <laughs> OFTV is a free video streaming service, and as far as I can, I can tell, there's no extra subscriptions or payments that you need to make. But it's a, it's a, it's all it is is a streaming platform with a bunch of video content on there, 
and it's for the most part it's got it's got different genres on it there's some comedy there's some dramas but it's a bunch of no-name people that are that are on there now so everyone what do we think about an OnlyFans tv streaming service it's the stupidest What's thing i've so, ever heard to be fair when i was reviewing the topics oh, sorry, it's I, so fucking stupid yeah <laughs> to be fair when i was reviewing the topics and i i read that really quickly and i thought it said what do people think of my OnlyFans streaming service? Like <laughs> Mark's. <laughs> this is That's much me. more interesting. Mark, I would love. Mark, if you got an OnlyFans, can we, if these, can we if, these balls, if these balls could suck after dark. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. no that sounds gross. Wow. <laughs> Damn. What is the fucking purpose? It's a poor man's YouTube. That's essentially what it is. It's a poor man's YouTube. But we have YouTube already, and it's free. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah. Why? so is, so is this OnlyFans? But YouTube Wait. is no longer the free bastion of like stupid videos that it used to be. It's it's become too polished, too professional, and too many it, ads. This is, this is going to be that Has same it? thing where every once in a while you, every once in a while you're just going to find a video you want to watch, and you're like, ugh, it's on Vimeo, not a sponsor. Like, mm. like, like why is it just on YouTube? And then you're like, I really <laughs> wanted to watch this one clip from this one show from this one TV program that I watched when I was. Elves. Like who doesn't love Dino Saucers? Not a sponsor, but oh, it's dude, you know, good callback. I remember that one. Each show. It's not always on YouTube. No sponsor. But I mean, I, I, in general, I, at the very I, least, I think I want to at least see these roasts on on OFTV. I yeah, think they're they're always that's they're, why they're you're usually pretty funny. Mark. I mean, they're usually pretty funny. I'm just gonna go there. Her name is Whitney yeah. Cummings. Mark's like, I go to OnlyFans to watch the comedy. Did you know? Did you know Whitney Cummings She's is pretty present? funny though? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Is pregnant, and and so she was trying to think of baby names, and then she was trying to think of these baby names along with her last name Cummings, and she was like, No, I can't do that. Because oh, and there was there yeah. was like one legit like porn star that of like there was like one name she really liked, and then she I guess she looked up that that name, and it was he's like the greatest porn star ever. <laughs> oh no. Can we just talk oh about how God. great porn is? Isn't porn great? <laughs> <laughs> well, this is why we were trying to get back to Mark's OnlyFans. All right. Oh, yeah, let's let's go. Yeah, let's let's change over to our OnlyFans account now. Tell me more about your OnlyFans. No, so all right. So oh going back God. to the topic, OnlyFans TV does seem to essentially be just another kind of YouTube. You you guys should try and go on it. No. It's a no. completely different domain, John. Honey, why are you on OnlyFans? I'm on there for the comedy. Yeah, <laughs> the, comedy. the sophisticated new content. I only read hey. the articles. Yes. Yeah. Someone, someone named Cummings. So you guys is on already there? know all the excuses. You don't hey, know who Winnie Cummings is, Doug. I've seen I TV. I know I excuses. Know. <laughs> yeah, I definitely, I definitely know her name. She wasn't on like what, like one of Chelsea Handler's. Uh, People that were on like her show um, back in the day was no, she? No, she is a Chelsea. Oh, she, was? Was, she is a Chelsea she Handler person. That's what I thought. She I was. Had, I knew. I, I knew. She I had a short-lived. Um, you know how they give the comedians the shows that are named after. Very themselves. short-lived. She, oh, she, short she was the Whitney show, right? Yeah, yeah. fucking Whitney Cummings. Her name yeah. was Whitney. Yeah. She right? also wrote uh, Two Broke Girls. That was actually she on for like six mm. seasons, I think. She did that as her show. That show did well, but Cat Dealey is great. I mean empirically right okay I and thought actually I could, I thought kelly I coco has become kind of great um oh she, absolutely she's she, a critically acclaimed actress now she's a critically acclaimed actress she actually the, the 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 story of flight attendant is before kelly coco was while kelly coco was on big bang theory and she was sort of famous 
um, she bought the book that Flight Attendants is based uh, is based off of because she was like, this is going to be great. I want to make mm-hmm. this one day. And now that she's a known name enough, she just literally pitched it to HBO. She's like, I want to be in it. That's a like, great show, crazy. by the way. Yeah, Flight Attendants is a great show. It's a really good, yep. She's also on another show on, on Peacock. It's uh, based on a true story where they do a podcast, a, like a true crime podcast. And what their co-host is an actual serial killer. Oh, oh yes. You know what? I, don't I saw, saw the, 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 the promo for that. I like mm-hmm. Peacock. I watched yes. a thing on Peacock called Wolf Like Me with... Um, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Josh Gad with and Josh Gad, uh, Isla Fisher, right? Yeah, I just good. have the version that has the cheap, like, with ads too many ad, thing. Too many ads. I, I know, but... It, oh, I, fi- I, I, fi- I paid the extra that. five bucks. I oh, paid the extra five bucks for no me, ads. Me too. Too many ads. And we watched WWE on it, which is the reason mm-hmm. I keep it, because Jamie likes wrestling. Okay, so here's a very important question then. So... Um, Coco's character in the flight as the flight attendant versus Ooh, Beth Coco. Dutton. Coco. <laughs> yes, Coco. Versus Beth Dutton. <laughs> Kaylee Kuoko. <laughs> Kaylee Coco. She's John not. A, Coco. She's not Coco. like. She's not Coco the gorilla. Close enough. She's, oh. she's an actress. Close enough. <laughs> yeah, close enough. Anyway, um, who is the, her who character? Is the, the flight attendant versus Beth Dutton from um. Wow, why am I blanking? Uh, Yellowstone. I don't know I if you're familiar with that show. Oh. oh, that's also on Peacock. Really I'm happy you right now. But I swear, both of them could just endlessly like it could be an entire episode of the two of them drinking vodka like nonstop. <laughs> and you yeah. get to the end of the episode, and both of them would still be standing somehow. Yeah, she has an know. alcohol problem in the flight attendant. Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah. Oh, next topic, real original. We have to talk about it. Um, so Disney Plus just wrapped Ahsoka. It's now fifth television series of the Star Wars live-action franchise. And Ahsoka tells us that the events that are happening in the universe after the conclusion of the season three of The Mandalorian in the time between Star Wars episodes six and seven. Uh, so the first two episodes of Ahsoka had 829 million minutes of viewing in the United States in that week, which translates, obviously, into 8.29 million views. Uh, a week finale aside, in my personal opinion, Ahsoka is my favorite of the live-action TV series um, under Andor and does a good job of being um, a live-action continuation of the animated series Rebels, um, which had a very successful four-season run. So unfortunately, because nobody's caught up, uh, without getting into too much of the details, um, what are your feelings about Ahsoka, uh, the state of the Star Wars universe, and what's up next? You know, I did appreciate that series, too. Um, I, I, I'm going to have to... I asked Doug this question. I, I think I'm very confused with uh, all of these like little mini series because they're, I, I understand why they're all important and, and kind of, I understand where they fall in the timeline, but these all seem like very important that like, why, how are they all kind of functioning separately? And they don't mention the others unless they have, and I haven't been paying attention. I don't know, Doug, is that, is that a thing? They mentioned the, they mentioned the others, oh. and actually in Ahsoka right. they mentioned the events of Mandalorian season three, um, like as they happened. Yeah. I think the, the idea is that the galaxy is very big, and um, mm. like oh, Jinjarin, right. the Mandalorian, is aware of Ahsoka's existence, and Ahsoka knows well, about. Other I'm, I'm more I'm more talking. So who uh, I can't remember. I'm blanking. The big bad guy in in Asuka is was who? What was Ahsoka. his name? Ahsoka. Ahsoka, sorry. General Thrawn. General Thrawn. Grand Admiral Thrawn. He's a Grand Admiral. Grand he Admiral. seems to be, okay. he's like a, like a big name on the dark side, right? How come this yeah. is the first time I've heard of him? Well, because if, if you've watched Ahsoka, he's in a completely different galaxy. That's the only reason why he hasn't been mentioned in any oh. other Star Wars thing? I mean, because galaxies are pretty big. They take a while to get across. <laughs> 
because he's in, no, he's in he Rebels. has not been back. Don't be bringing actually, physics into Star Wars. So actually, here's the deal. He was mentioned in Mandalorian Season 3 um, a okay. number of times, but he literally got brought to a different galaxy by one of the characters in Rebels, and he has just been there, stuck for 10 years. Could you imagine if they, like, in Return of the Jedi, you're like, meanwhile, this super arch... Uh, Grand Admiral and then they cut to him and it's just like black space and there's like one speck that's like in the horizon that never changes and that's the galaxy they're trying to get to so he he got moved like moved at the beginning of the rebellion so it wasn't even like the the, the major parts of the rebellion with like Luke Skywalker and everything it was like when the rebellion was being born mm. so he was already moved to another galaxy you know before the so and and Doug, I'm not caught up on Rebels yet, but when does Rebels conclude in in the in the scope of four, five, and six? It concludes right up to like almost like the day before the Battle of Yavin. So that's the last episode. Uh, you know, Grand Admiral Thrawn I gets moved. I thought it went up to Rogue One, Doug. I thought it ended before Rogue One. Rogue Rogue One, right? When Rogue One is right before. All those, that's true, all right? Those that, that's where they get the plans so that the weakness or the yeah, best are. Right? Yeah, and then it leads up to the battle. Yeah, which is so. Then the reason that yeah. Grand Admiral Thrawn is not part of the middle is of the original series is because he's already gone. Right. Mm. Yes, that makes sense. Yes. So and there's no the mention of this. Put, <laughs> no. Well, okay. Again, this well, is the this entire is series rebels about him. So. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing. Yeah. Oh, you, you, you. To get all this this new like universe in perspective, you have to kind of look at where it it started from. So, so just picture you're you're a Star Wars kid. You grew up in the eighties. You went to see the and movies. Your name is Dave Filioni. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> so all the original theaters. You grew up, you became a writer, and you have an obsession with cowboy hats. And you get your dream job working with George Lucas writing movies and tv shows and then disney buys star wars and disney introduces you to uh, money john favreau and you guys become best friends (laughs) and they say we want to make this bigger what do we do Mm. and they take all their toys they throw them on the table and they Come up with TV shows based on you know, basically everything they dreamed of as kids. So, what Disney Plus has allowed is this this expanded universe beyond just the Luke Skywalker story. Now, granted, Luke Skywalker is still part of this universe because it takes place after Return of the Jedi. Luke Skywalker is recreating the Jedi Order. Hasn't become a cranky old man drinking. Uh, Milk from these weird F things on the beach. <laughs> fish cows. And, uh, fish cows. Right, right, fish cows. Yeah. Um, so, wh- what this is building up to is there's in, in there's a lot like Thrawn is from a trilogy that was written in the late 80s by um, Timothy Zahn, which was, was called Air of the Empire. Heir of the Empire. So it takes place after Return of the Jedi mm. and the Emperor's dead, but then there's this Grand Admiral Thrawn no one heard of, but then there was a whole plan in place that if the Emperor died, it would create Bones of the Empire, which is kind of where you got that from the last, or 
Return of Skywalker, whatever the hell that show was called. Yeah. There were so many books written that were really good yeah. in the Star Wars universe. And I remember part of like episode seven, eight, nine, or when Disney kind of owned them, they said, ah, those no longer count. But it sounds right, like they're, they're still the taking legend. a lot of influence from them. That, that that trilogy of books was what, probably the most popular uh, storyline um, of the of the books after the the original trilogy movies. So, with that character being so well known in the Star Wars Legends, it was just waiting to be recreated. So they brought him into the Rebels cartoon. There's a whole book series written on that character in this universe. Um. And then with bringing him back with the Ahsoka series, what Dave Filoni and John Favreau is doing is they're creating this, their own little universe, you know, it's kind of like a side to the Star Wars universe everyone knows. They're creating their own, they're basically leading up to a huge movie where Avengers type movie where all these main characters from all these TV shows come together, Mm. fight, on and, and you're gonna have Luke Skywalker in it, you're gonna have Leia in it, you know, learning her first abilities. Todd Solo's probably gonna be in it. And then, you know, the main still Fett, alive. And so that leads up I mean, to an this, important question yeah, that I definitely true. wanted to talk about. Um the Thrawn movie is known, so that's not a spoiler. We know he's gonna get a movie. Right. Yes. Um mm-hmm. in the Thrawn movie, so there's this big threat, like post episode six, Luke exists is in the universe, is teaching people how to be Jedi. Who plays Luke Skywalker? Because I don't want three, well, I don't want six hours of no. a youngified actor. I don't want that. No, no. no. There, there's and, gonna and be I know you guys number. have mentioned this before. The guy that Will plays there? Uh, <laughs> what's his face from Sebastian, Sebastian Stan. Stan. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Sebastian Stan would be absolutely perfect. In fact, he's already like walking around Disney dressed as Luke Skywalker. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, hey, look at me. Honestly, right. he, like he already right. signed all the action movie documents. His, his, you know, right. his vehicle's already on file. Yeah. He already, Dude, they already Disney loves him. reusing actors in different movies because they already have them on contract. Like, you know, uh, uh, Dario, Rosario, what's her Rosario name? Dawson? Yes. She was in that um, on a mansion movie. The haunt, Haunted Mansion, yep. Yeah. And Luke Cage. Oh, I, I could see. Oh, yeah. And Luke Cage. She's the there, nurse. There, there, there were a lot of actors that needed to fill their contracts that were yes. out to mention. <laughs> Daredevil. Dude, I worked and on the Daredevil and Jessica Jones shows. They they were a lot of fun. Humble Even Tenet sure. season one of Jessica Jones is unreal. He's they so great awesome, yeah. in that. Those were so fun to work on. I, unreal I did, um, good, right? Yeah. He is so, so good in that show. Yeah. Mm. Can we can we talk for half a minute about Ahsoka? I haven't watched it yet, but like, yeah, yeah. it's we haven't spoiled I, I, anything yet. Doug and I are doing no, really no, no, good. No, you're, I, I'm like almost done with Rebels. I'm like halfway through season mm-hmm. four, and in Rebels, like Hera is this amazing warrior, amazing leader, amazing space pilot, just like brilliant. Always like comes out like super edgy, just like someone you can like people emulate, look up to. Just a wonderful character. And in the TV show, all I see are memes about her butt. And like even like her Lego character comes with two extra pieces that plug into 
Are you serious? What? Too. Yeah. And it's just kind of like, really? This, this is like an amazing character they built up for years. And you're just uh, like, yeah, but th- those jeans, oh, though. It's just like, belt, though, yeah. <laughs> I don't Damn. think, if we're thinking about it as a big picture, right? And I think we are. We're thinking about right. not just the events of Ahsoka. We're thinking about the events of the Thrawn movie and the Mandalorians movie. They're doing both of those. Um, I think her is in a fine place. She's general. She's a general of the, of the Republic. She has the ghost spaceship still. She's still awesome, right? And Chopper's still awesome. Yeah. Chopper's hilarious in the show. Um, oh my god! I think they focused a little on um, what is her son's name? Um, Jason. They focused a little on Jason, Jason because they want yes. they want the idea that Jason is going to be able to be another young Jedi, um, which he will mm-hmm. be, obviously, right? Because um, he's already Foreshadow. like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, it, they're probably going to bring him into the movies that focus on Ray restarting the Jedi Order. Or that, that's so a little old, though. If we're thinking about just take like him Ray out at the Jedi camp, you know, when Ben mm-hmm. goes on his rampage, because right, okay, so at the, in Ahsoka, which is probably ten years post six, he's like ten, right? right? And so sure. seven Please. happens probably raised like what twenty five like twenty five years post six, and so yeah. that's another thirty. So like Jason is already a Jedi at that point. But why? Well, right, but who's trained him? I guess is is the the big Ahsoka, question because Luke Skywalker, Sabine, Ezra. Well, yes, and Luke. that 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 could be. Well, so but they're stuck in another universe. Well, then Luke Luke there tried to change Jedi, and the whole the whole order just was destroyed by Kylo Ren. So, are they going to tie those events together and then jump ahead? Because they're they're doing they're they're setting something up with you know Ahsoka mm-hmm. and, and and Ren being being in. Another galaxy. I just talked about how we were doing good. Oh, from a a non spoilery review of Ahsoka because I did watch sort of half watch some of it last night. It was pretty cool. It looked good. Great. I I will say though I I definitely feel a um for like Mandalorian I noticed this for the Obi Wan show um and the Obi Wan show was bad. Yeah. No, but I'm definitely no. noticing I like a, Obi-Wan. the way they're producing. It was just Mandalorian consistent. with you and McGregor. Yeah, I mean, it, pretty much. What were you going to say, Pete? And then I have a it's, thing. They're very well-contained, serialized episodes that are shot in a very cost-efficient way. I'll say that. They look great. They sound great because, you know, they're, they're, their visual effects, their post-production is extremely good. Um and and color and and sound work and all that, and but the it's wall. the wall. Well, what the fuck is it called? The volume. The volume. A stupid oh, I, name. Oh, I I could talk for an hour about <laughs> about issues with the volume, and you know the the whole thing of them trying to say like, oh, we no longer need compositors because we no longer need green screens or blue screens. We have the volume. Guess what? Uh, you know, I have. Uh, the next month of work is to fix all the problems that they have after they shot the volume and they can't unshoot it. The volume. Womp. womp. The volume. The volume, the volume is, is the LED, the LED back screen. That yeah, it's a giant LED. Oh, okay. It's like a hundred eighty degree uh, giant, literally wall, and it's it's not just put you on the moons of Yavin, and we need to move on. We are late. Yeah. Anyway. That, that'll be another topic next topic nothing but next topic give me those next 
Topics don't let them end. Uh, now, as we have previously mentioned on this podcast, the writer strike came to an end. However, the actors have not followed suit just yet. Now, Hollywood is definitely used to being a finely tuned marketing machine with all the actors doing tours and media as they promote their projects. However, while the late night shows have come back, the guests on their shows are either friends of the host or promoting a book as they cannot talk about upcoming TV or movie projects because of the strike. Now, there are some big movie releases that are upcoming very, very soon that normally would have huge media frenzy, including the Marvels, the next installment of the Hunger Games, uh, Wonka. And Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. So, everyone, are we Without scared Amber about Heard. the? Are we scared about the impact of the actor strike on upcoming movie releases? Uh, you you yes. answer your question for you, Mark. You answer, right. all those movies, like it, this, just like these aren't even movies anymore. We're just like regurgitating the same topic over and over and over and over again. Like so rarely am I impressed by movies anymore. Just like whatever. But let, let Pete do all, every movie in a computer. Like it's probably better. I mean, that's. Like, I, I don't know. There are some good ones. Uh, Oppenheimer is great. I wish like, I would have got to like work one, on that. One, but like you know, everything know. else is just I, yeah, a remodel. It's, but it's also you know? filmed are, five years right, ago. You're right, Tim. There are fewer and far between. They don't make them like they used to. Yeah. Last movie that really blew me away was Baby Driver. What I'm hoping this strike does is that it kind of like these big movie blockbusters of these continuing things. It's just no one wants to see this anymore. And the stories aren't that good. Any, they're 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 not. Yeah. So what I'm hoping well, the, it does, the, the studios keep making them. The studios yeah, keep the, well, the writing sure, is suffering. What what this will do, it'll open up a lot more like independent films and um, original content because it's going to be cheaper to do, and it's going to lead to just it's going to lead to a birth of more or just like content we've never seen before. I think it's I think the I mean, the Marvel is a perfect example. There hasn't been a good Marvel movie since the last Avengers movies. Well, I mean, they're not taking the time to sit and create and re re universe build, which is what they did very well mm. back in the in the aughts, and they were universe building sure. and universe building and universe. There was building nothing that there was nothing before, right? So they assume yeah. right. that we care because they did all that universe building, but all those guys, sure. all those actors have quit. All those characters are yeah. gone. They're not there anymore. And now, so now it's just, and you know, a thing that I really hate in media is episode of the week. I just don't really like episode of the week television shows. And, and so this yeah. is almost like episode of the week movies. And I just, I don't no. think, and I love, I love Marvel movies and I will watch them all. I have a real problem, <laughs> but phase four and phase five had been really uninspired. Really yeah. uninspired and not yeah. that good. Give me the X Men, yo. No. And I mean, yeah. that's not going to be good go... either. No, but be. you can almost just retcon everything and just start with the X Men. Even the, the bad X Men movies weren't that bad. Well, they were bad. X Men 3 was real bad. Dark Phoenix was bad. Dark Phoenix was bad. Dark Phoenix was bad. Isn't that so disappointing? Isn't that so disappointing? That's definitely one of the better X Men stories, and they haven't been able to. They've never done it right. Oh, both, the best X Men movie in a long time was was old Wolverine and right, old Professor X just bitching at each other the whole time. <laughs> Logan was great, great, great. great. I love the second, uh, the second X Men movie from the X Men. Oh, X Two. The, the, well, no, it was the the second first class, the new cl first oh, class, first class. Was that was good. Yeah, right, was but okay. the second movie of that one. 
Days Zach's, of Rogue's uh, Past were, or something. When they were time traveling. Oh, Days of Future like, Past. Oh, Days of Future Past. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I like Days of Future that Past. Was, yes. Tying that was in phenomenal. both universes. Yeah. But Apocalypse was, great. was bad. Bad. Bad, bad, bad. Oh, that was terrible. Again, another great story. I so disappointed in the movie theater in that one. Uh, bad, bad, bad. It's not good. I think yeah. any superhero movie where the superheroes design use superhero magic to design their own suits, like when um, Jamie Foxx er, came out of like the electricity with just like an electro suit on, that was bad, <laughs> bad, bad, bad. No good. Tim, Nobody like that. Tim, it's it is it is Charlie Brown with Lucy holding the football syndrome. Just this time, this time I'm going to kick it. Right. And every single. But then day. you know you have the movie Daredevil or not Daredevil. What's the Oh my God, we were talking about it earlier with Taylor Swift becoming the X Men. Deadpool. Oh, Deadpool. Deadpool. Yeah, Deadpool. Day, I'm excited day, for the Deadpool, new Deadpool movie only because there's Dead, so Deadpool different. three will come out one day. But I feel like that's because so it makes different. fun of itself. Yes, sure, and that's what the comic does. He makes fun of himself. Sure. He, he rips on the fourth wall well, also, all the time in the comic. Uh, Ryan Reynolds could sell. Ryan a Reynolds shoe. can do no wrong. Yeah, he could sell a shoe. And yes, watch it. and then they're bringing Hugh Jackman back. But then they're also in the in. And John, I don't know if you started watching the new season of Loki. We're going to be bringing in. I saw the picture too. I, I have not watched the second season of Loki yet. Uh, I so haven't either. I, I'm only a half episode in because Jamie is. Pete, they talk been, about time. You you will love Loki. <laughs> well, I, I enjoyed season one. I thought it was pretty good, actually. Season one was great. But season two, they're going to start bringing in all the, you know, the time streams are, 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 yeah. are falling apart. Mm, so you're gonna see a lot of crossovers yes i've seen season two i think is going to be a good of uh pete told me that was different told me when i showed him the picture that was fake news i believe pete okay what what, what's that when i showed you the picture of andrew garfield and you said that that was it was it was was faked oh that one yeah that was photoshopped yeah, yeah. Uh, I was excited but it, it's, too. But the it is the lighting's in the wrong direction. It's it's definitely set up though to tie in a bunch of stories and to set up right. future movies. Yeah. And so I just because we have to talk about it and we're already out of time, can we just say how original and good the Barbie movie was? Because it was best movie I of the year. By I haven't seen, seen it. it yet. I enjoyed. I it. haven't seen it by far. I, I, or, I will say that the Barbie sure. movie had one of my favorite lines I've ever heard in my entire life. And I will never forget it. And it's not really a spoiler, so I, I think I'm happy to share it. But Go he goes, it. once I realized the patriarchy wasn't about horses, I lost interest. And I just <laughs> that was the funniest thing. It's, it's, it's such a beautiful line. It's it was so well done. Delivered. And it's just pure Ken. Nice. Um, so it's just Brian Gossam. Like, you know, what's Greta, Greta Gerwig has yeah. said, and she's the director it. and then the EP movie, but Ken. she has said that she couldn't mess it up. She couldn't. And she's right. I mean, it, it, it would have been bad if it was bad, but it was very good. And I literally, at the end of the Barbie movie, I heard to Mel and I'm like, is the Barbie movie good? It was really good. Huh? And it was I, really I, good. No, Bridget, I mean, it might Bridget win an Nora Oscar good. It. It's so good. And it's I not going to win an Oscar. It, no. It might. <laughs> it was good. Watch it, it was acted well. Watch the it. plot was good. I'm sorry. No. It was I have you seen it? Honestly, you I have seen not. It. But those movies do not win Oscars. Right. No, no. I don't think. Sure. I don't I have to see it. I don't like have to see it in order to know that that movie does not win an Oscar. I think you might be wrong. All I will say is this is the most. This summer, past summer, was the most happy I've been with like movies in forever, and it was because of the Barbenheimer uh, accomplishment. The Barbenheimer weekend did both in one week. One Oppenheimer in IMAX and Barbie at the drive-in, and enjoyed both. 
Did you work on either of those movies, Pete? I did not. Although a lot of, you know what? Just because I can't stress enough. A lot of people did and they were not credited because of this whole bullshit. That's like, no CG. Doug should be listening. He's a bad listener. I I do listen. I don't remember hearing that. (laughs) In Doug's defense, we put out a lot, a lot of content. Yeah, 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 she's the he's He can't remember them all. I I, I barely remember them all. I, I don't. I don't even know. Anything. I don't even know that George is in our fantasy league. Okay, so let's, <laughs> that's that's true. Okay, this that's household good. listens to that podcast every single week, and by say this household, I mean one of the people that live here. Yes, yeah, yeah, you know. it, and we and then tells you me, and tells me about it. It's it's Lisa. Yes. <laughs> She's our number one fan. Lisa. Spoiler alert. Yeah. I'm like one in <laughs> ten. I'm sorry, I'm not good. Lose. But I do like stealing your fantasy sorry. advice. Final topic. Fight. Since we already mostly talked about all the rest of my topics, I just get to be sad. I'm um, the New York Yankees <laughs> plan on making significant changes after their disappointing 82 and 80. 2023 season finish while a lot of teams wouldn't lament a 500 record this is the first time they've missed the playoffs since 2016 and their worst record overall since 1992 despite a 2023 payroll of 281 million and a luxury tax bill of an estimated 31 million Uh, at a conference on wednesday owner hal steinbrenner uh, said we're going to be making some changes uh some may be more subtle than others and i think we've uncovered certainly things we can do better So now I'm hopefully assuming that at least some of this is referring to firing uh, Aaron Boone, if not the firing of Boone, as well as Brian Cashman. Um, What do we think the changes are the Yankees are going to make? And what would we do if we had a say? I mean, they got to fire Aaron Boone. I'm surprised they haven't done it already. I really am. Like, what has Aaron Boone really done? Lose. He's lost a lot. <laughs> a oh, and by the way, Tim, by the way, Tim, I know you were complaining about Boston sports fans earlier. New York City sports fans, I think, are worse because listen to John. He's complaining about mm. being two games over 500. Hey, <laughs> hey you got a standard, man. You got to stand by the standards. Got his, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Pinstripes, um, baby. But anyway, thank you. How you doing? Aaron, Aaron, Aaron oh, like, I, I, I really, I, I really am surprised Aaron Boone is still there. I'm not surprised that Brian Cashman is still there. I, th- I mean, while Cashman hasn't done a lot uh, in a long, long time, I don't know. He's he's got he's got he must have some like bad pictures of the Steinbrenner I mean, somewhere. <laughs> listen, right? This isn't even doing a lot, and 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 this season was a, ch- a case of him doing nothing for no reason. He he should have done something, and he did nothing. But literally, the did way nothing. he took the team, the team in 2021 that got cheated out of a, a World Series appearance by the Houston Astros. <laughs> the way Houston that Asterisk. he took that team. I'm, I'm glad you're over that, by the way. I'm glad you're over that. Mm. What did you say, Tim? Houston Asterisks. Yes, the Houston Asterisks, exactly. The way that 2021 team got 100%. cheated out of a World Series appearance. Um, he took that team apart. Took that whole team apart and sold it all away. Mm. Sold it all away. Uh, apparently, so, apparently on the Rangers now. <laughs> apparently on the fucking Rangers. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, there's so many players, and there's a little bit of the conversation that is how many players do better off the Yankees than on the Yankees, and that has happened a number of times. Over Absolutely, years, right. Some people can't handle the market, and whatever. But it's just so many mistakes. Like, oh my god. If, so, if I make there, that there doesn't seem to be a plan, right? There doesn't seem if to be I a make plan. that many mistakes at work, I got fired. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of very expensive mistakes. John, just admit it. 
The Yankees were the best when George Costanza worked for them. Yes, I do admit it. <laughs> I do admit it. That 90s My, team, man. Whew. There we go. Hire Costanza. Hire George. Yeah. My contribution, my contribution to this, John, uh, as a lifetime Bills and Sabres fan is just giving you the James Franco meme where he's uh, on the blocks to be hung and he goes first time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's good. That's good. That's a good reference. I like that. I think that the problem in New York is that I think their bagels are amazing and they're just not. They're just fine. (laughs) Just bagels. Get over it. Just bagels. Just bagels. bagels. All y'all Western New Yorkers, have you ever had an egg bagel? Yeah. 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 I mean, I know you have because you've had egg bagels, Pete, at the places. We have a Manhattan bagel. Where are you going with this? I just want to, to. I don't know if they've ever had a bagel. If they have never had a bagel in New York City, that's all. Okay, we've pivoted yeah, from fine. Yankees I've losing to, to New York. Defend bagels, fight. I, well, I definitely so like really my, good bagels. I used to have a friend that lived on Staten Island uh, before we all that's betrayed not him. New York City, shut up. Staten Island. <laughs> 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 like, oh, I never heard anyone brag about someone I know in Staten Island. Those are garbage dumb bagels. Staten Island. We would go into the city a lot. Let's and oh, so wow. I've eaten a share of bagels. Lisa and I have gone to the city a number of times and know. wandered around and ate food in alleys. This is how New York should be done. Wander well, and true. eat. Well, so yes. I just don't, they're just, it's just bagels, man. Like, I, you know, it's just, it's just dense bread. Get over it. It's not nothing special. But it's, I would probably say, it's dense bread. airy bread, though. I would probably <laughs> say that I would defend the New York City pizza harder than I would defend New York City bagels. I like mm. cheap pizza. Two brothers. What is it? Two like one dollar pizza from Two Bros Pizza or something like that. What? There's like a place that has one dollar slices. Two Bros Pizza. It was like four slices, two pops. Was what is that twelve bucks something like that? Yep. It was amazing. Oh, yo. So we used yeah. to um when uh the junior and I miss, senior. I miss at, the days of a dollar school, slice, which was yeah. um in Midtown. Used to walk to a, a pizza shop that had like a counter against the against the street. So used to walk to a counter in the middle of Manhattan. Used to order a pizza and a coke for a dollar. Oh, I miss those days, dude. Uh, as freshman sophomore year at RPI, I love pizza. Had the same. I love NY Pizza. Had the same thing. It was. Well, in it's, that, it's a very uh, New that, York City thing, right? Yeah, and it, so it that's was New York City inspired it. pizzeria in uh, oh, downtown. The perfect Troy. drunk food. And yeah, how much is that pizza. slice and a coke now? <laughs> I mean, I still more than, probably more than one dollar. Ten, you can get it pretty cheap. Thirty-one dollars. Yes. Thirty-one. My introduction to New York City pizza was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movies. <laughs> okay, okay, mm. that makes sense. And uh, they, you know, they ordered it in the first movie, but in the second movie, they focused a lot on the pizza. In the beginning. Of what do you the think movie. about the Megan that, Fox that, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle reboot? This one should. There's a whole scene shot on was in Buffalo in that movie. Was it? Oh, yeah. Was it? Yeah, it was on cool. yeah, 33. Yeah, 33. Oh, the whole no like, highway chase okay. is filmed in Buffalo. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. I, I got really it excited that terrible. movie finally had a Krang, but the way that they did Krang was That's, just awful. Yeah. Okay, if it was not a, a giant brain remote controlling a ridiculous looking like naked peach robot suit thing, then it's a disappointment. Well, I think they had the wrong actor too. Didn't they have Brad Garrett as Krang? Uh, yeah, yeah. Remember that Halloween yeah, that, uh, uh, party we were at, 
at Riverworks, and the guy Riverworks. was dressed up right. as Krang. As a Krang costume. Wow. It's amazing. You can barely get the door. Hold on. Let me see if I can pull a picture up real it's, quick. For the it won't no, no, We don't have time thing. for this stuff. We're at time. If you couldn't well, tell well, from Maybe we can share it later. Maybe we can share it a little later. Anyway. Hold on. I was going to try something first. Pete, do it. I'm going to switch to loop back. So you guys should be able to hear this. I'm going to play the the Doug... Pete and Tim original monster movie music. Oh, nice. It's so long since I've heard this. Yeah, it just loops forever. Can you hear me again? <laughs> yeah, that was amazing, okay. Pete. There you go. Yeah, that was made in Super Mario Paint. Not a sponsor, Pete, but uh, that was I was so gonna say good. it. It, it yeah. sounds like uh, it sounds like a death metal band trying to do a uh, Nintendo. We we literally song. just <laughs> that that song came about by just throwing a shit ton of the the heart icon on the on the staff in random order, and then yeah. I was like, I'm like, I was, think you guys got something. The, yeah, let me put some drums in it. The the mushrooms were the kit was a kick drum. I was like, let me put some mushrooms in there. uh, There's like one or two babies and then one or two crickets, which I know is just me throwing anarchy into your world. I think they won't (laughs) notice these. (laughs) Amazing. These are fine. All right. Yeah. We ready? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So that has been our 10 topics. We'd like to thank our guests for joining us this week. Thank you, Tim and Doug. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. Please subscribe to us on this very YouTube channel or follow or like us on our socials at If These Balls Pod on X, Instagram, Facebook, and Threads. Our website is www.iftheseballsgoodtalkpod.com. This is Mark Pesci, and for my partners, John Companion and producer Pete Steffen, that's what we feel they would say if these balls could talk. Good night, everybody. Have a good night, everybody. That's amazing. Bye. Bye. Bye.